Hey there, are you tired of waking up at 3 a.m. with your sheets soaking wet? Or maybe you don't know why you can't get rid of that extra bulge around your waist. Perhaps you're like I was, anxious all the time. If you see yourself in this or any of the other 100 perimenopausal symptoms that we have to navigate in midlife and you want to sleep better, manage your weight and get rid of the hot flashes and night sweats, well head over to hellohotflash.com scorecard and take the free 28 day hot flash free challenge. Reclaim the vibrancy you had in your youth. That's hellohotflash.com scorecard. Hey there, I'm Stephanie Shaw. Welcome to the Hello Hot Flash podcast, where midlife women can learn from guest experts and authors who discuss menopause and all that comes with this new chapter in our lives. Hello Hot Flash, where we learn to control the change and not let the change control us. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hello Hot Flash. Our guest today is Joanne Strober, and she is the co-founder and CEO of Midi Health the leading virtual care clinic focused exclusively on women navigating midlife hormonal transition. Joanna, where were you at in 2017 when I needed you? <laughs> I was having hot flashes. <laughs> okay, all right, so we were in the same boat. Uh, Midi Health brings insurance covered expert care for the symptoms of perimenopause and menopause to women nationwide. And when I saw insurance covered expert care, I'm like, woohoo, because again, I spent 20 thousand dollars out of pocket and I stopped counting at 20 trying to get the help and support that I needed um during this time so yeah this is going to be an amazing conversation I'm excited to learn more about the company and more about you and so to kick off the conversation tell us a story about your menopause journey so when I was around 47 I stopped sleeping mm -hmm. and I started waking up every night and at three o'clock in the morning, it was very disconcerting, you know, because of that, what happened? I started overeating during the day because I was tired, which meant that I was gaining weight. I started having brain fog. I still remember the day that I lost my car in the parking lot and I could not find it. And I was literally wandering up and down the parking lot, trying to find my car and going, Oh my God, like what is happening to me? I started trying to get help. I went to a doctor. He said, well, here's some sleeping pills, but you can only take them once in a while. And you know, if you really need a good night's sleep, take a sleeping pill. He also said, maybe I needed to go to a therapist because I was anxious, but I didn't need therapy. I needed to sleep. <laughs> That's why you were anxious. <laughs> you had um, yeah. So, you know, eventually I found a really good online provider who was a concierge medicine person. And I paid them $500 to give me the right medications. And I did, I started sleeping really soon. And it just made me really angry because it just should not have been that hard to get care. Also, all these other doctors that I went to, why did it take them so long to say, oh, this is menopause and we can do something about it. It's like, I explain to people all the time, like the word menopause is like, it just means that you're not having your period. But those 10 years leading up to it, I didn't even know the word perimenopause. I don't know about you, but like no one had said, oh, there's perimenopause and that's when your hormones go down and that's when everything starts going haywire. So no one had ever said that to me. That education is super important. And it's like what I want to shout from the rooftop because no one understands that all these things that start happening to women's bodies during that time are related to their hormones. And I certainly didn't, which is why we started meeting. Yeah, I love it. I love that. So our stories are so similar. So when you were talking about walking through the parking lot, looking for your car, I had an episode that now 
clicks in my brain that it must, hopefully it was perimenopause and I wasn't going crazy, but I was on the phone talking to my girlfriend for like 45 minutes. And she, after a while she goes, what is all of that noise? What are you doing? It sounds like you're going in and out. I'm like, I'm looking for my phone. I can't find my cell phone. She's like, we're talking on the phone. <laughs> it's, it's funny now, but yeah. it was not funny then. So Hearing your story aligns with a lot of stories that women are having. As you said, we're both educated women, did not know that there was something called perimenopause. Thank you so much for sharing that. What has to happen so these stories aren't the stories for our daughters and our granddaughters and our nieces and our cousins? I feel like I just need to like shout it from the rooftops that after around 35, Things are going to start happening to your body that might not feel right. And you should go get expert care for them. Mm -hmm. And I want this new generation of women to demand that when they go to a doctor, that doctor is trained to take care of women in perimenopause and views that every woman from the lens of there are things going on in your body that are probably related to women oriented things most likely estrogen, and that you can be taken care of and feel better if you have the right treatments. So what I don't want women to do is think, oh, I just have to feel like shit for many years mm -hmm. um, or think, okay, it's okay that I don't sleep or it's okay that I'm having brain fog or it's okay that I'm anxious or, you know, obviously one of the biggest ones is it's okay. I've stopped liking sex and sex hurts and I've lowered my libido and it's just going to be okay. Like it's not okay. So we need that, that conversation to change. And I'm hoping that, you know, younger women will start demanding that and saying it's not okay. And I demand to feel better. And I'm going to go to an expert who is trained in helping me to feel better. I'm so relieved that we're having these open conversations. I'm assuming we're probably around the same age and they were not conversations that were being had. So I'm feeling a lot more comfortable that the next generation will be able to, to know what questions to ask in order to stand up for themselves. And it's because of women like you that that is going to be possible. So thank you so much for the work that you do. Talk to us a little bit about the difficulty in getting treatment for perimenopause. How can we make this transition easier for women? So one thing I want to start with is there's not a test for perimenopause. So a lot of women want a test. They want to know, am I in perimenopause? And they want that hormone test. Yeah. Your hormones in perimenopause are going like this. And so one day your estrogen might be high. The next day it's going to be less high. A test is not going to take, is not going to be the answer. What you really need to do is just focus on the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And if your body is not feeling right, you should go to an expert in women's health and talk to them about those symptoms. If it's sleep, we can help you to sleep or someone can help you to sleep. If it is your anxiety or you're having brain fog or whatever those things, pay attention to your body. If your body doesn't feel right, get help, but don't think it's gonna be based on a blood test. A lot of women come, they want a blood test or they want a hormone test and they want to know the answer. And sometimes the answer is there. We do send lots of women to get tests. You might find you have a thyroid imbalance. You might find that your testosterone is low. There's lots of things that you can find, but I don't want you to treat to the blood test. I want to treat to your symptoms. I think that's really important. Eventually there might be great tests that really you'll take every day and you'll do it every day at the same time. And you'll find out what's going on with your body, which is great, but you don't need, you don't need a test. So don't focus on that. Focus on fixing the symptoms. Mm, that's awesome. So if, again, if you said it's sleep, we go to someone who can help us with the sleep. If it's anxiety, go to someone who- can Oh, no. Us. So I want to actually say that differently. Okay. Just okay. go to a health expert who takes care of all those things. 
God. Do not go to a sleep specialist and then an anxiety specialist. None of those people are trained to look at you as a woman first. Mm-hmm. And that is the difference, right? What I don't want to do is what I did, which is you go get, you go to a sleep specialist and then they give you some sleep tests. They are not trained in women's bodies. So then they go do that. And then you go to an anxiety specialist and they say, oh, go on an SSRI, but they're not trained in hormones. We need people who are focused on experts, experts on women's health. I mean, that's what we're creating at MIDI. And it is a multidisciplinary expertise. It is important that you go to someone who understands that all of these symptoms are interrelated. Most women come to us with five of them. It is not just, and then they've gone to five doctors. They've gone to an anxiety doctor and a sleep doctor and a this doctor and a that doctor. But that's that's a really bad use of money and, and of resources. We need more people who are just trained in women's health. 18 different doctors, two world-renowned medical facilities. And again, that's because I stopped counting at the 18 different doctors. Right. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You're like, I'm like, I have heart palpitations. I need to go to a cardiologist. You know, I'm anxious. I need to go to therapy. Like I, I was just like, right. you're grabbing at whatever and never having anyone communicate. And you're right. Having that one person in place is, is changes everything. For me, it was two doctors that cared enough about me to get together, have a conversation. And when they started collaborating and pulling in all my other records that they became one resource that helped me. So the work that you're doing is so incredibly important because we need that one source for women to go to. So yeah, I appreciate that. Awesome. I was glad to read that you considered this also an equity issue. So explain to us why you're saying it's an equity issue. An equity issue in so many different ways, honestly. Right? I mean, that is that is where we're like, yeah, (laughs) it is. So many levels, right, Joanna? Yeah. So many levels. We can start with the work level, right? Let's start with the fact that women starting around 40, they're rising in their careers. And at the same time, these things start hitting them. There's really good research on the number of women who don't apply for promotions because they think they can't do them because their bodies are indicating otherwise. 50% in a large study of women did not apply for a promotion because they were experiencing brain fog or sleep issues or other things that were making them think they couldn't rise in their careers. That is just so painful. 25% said that they were thinking about losing their leaving their jobs 10% in a very large study said that they were leaving their jobs because they could not perform because of these issues. And you know, it makes sense. If you can't sleep and you're having anxiety and you're having heart palpitations, like, and you're kind of depressed and actually you've gained weight so your clothes don't fit anymore, you might not be feeling like you can thrive at work. Yeah, exactly. And you're not having (laughs) sex with your husband and he's yelling at you. And it's like, boom, the mountain starts to fall a slow tumble of weeds. And by the time you get to the bottom, it's this huge pile of junk. Right. Yeah, I totally yeah. get it. And then, you know, there's a lot of other equity issues that are actually really important, right? I know that you know this research better than I do, but women of color often experience worse hot flashes and they're discounted more often when they go to the doctor. And so the doctor doesn't understand what's going for them and they're less treated for it. So there's a bunch of issues there too that are really important that we need to address cultural issues so that um, there's actually some really interesting women on interesting work on Asian women that they never go get seeking, that they are much more likely to go get help, for example. They don't ask, women of color don't get it. Like there's, as I said, like there's so many equity issues. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so I think a lot of it just comes down to training the practitioners to 
it's, but actually I take that back. It's training both. It's training women to ask and not just ask, demand better care Yes, and training providers to give the care. So we need to do both. So there's a lot of work to be done on both sides of this equation. Yeah. I often say you can fire your doctor. You are the customer. And if they're not providing you with this, the support that you need, because as a woman, a woman, we have intuition. We know when there's something wrong in our body, they're not respecting you and what you're feeling in your body. Find someone else. So yeah, there are there. We, we could do a whole equity issue podcast. Actually, <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, I need to do an equity issue podcast. So anyone listening, you know, if someone have them call me. <laughs> so actually, you know, and I can send you after uh, I'll send you some research that is actually really interesting on each of the different equity components to this and really where women are differently treated um, with different ethnic backgrounds. And it, it's very interesting. I would love to have that information and to be able to share it with my audience. Thank you so much for that. Your company provides telehealth to menopausal women. As we said, how can telehealth play a role in filling the gap in education and training for doctors like OBGYNs or general practitioners? So honestly, this is something I think about a lot. Telehealth is such a better platform for these issues. Mm -hmm. The last time, a few weeks ago, I had to go to a doctor for something quick. I had to drive 45 minutes. I had to park. I then had to go talk to the person at the front desk. Then the nurse practitioner, then, excuse me, uh, someone comes in and weighs me and does my blood pressure and asks me like a few health questions. Then I have to sit there and wait for the nurse practitioner to come in for me to talk to her for five minutes about something and then leave. That was two hours, right? That is insane. And that is not the way that medicine needs to be practiced. So First of all, I mean, there's so many things wrong with that. I did not need to be sitting in, in, like, did not need to take my clothes off and sit in a robe in some office to have this conversation. Like, it is a depersonalizing experience. It is not warm. It is not a place where you're really comfortable talking about all of these things that are going on in your body. And these issues that you and I want to talk about do not require any of that. Mm -hmm. So what we find is that using technology to make our sessions very efficient means that my half hour conversation with someone on our platform is 100% talking, you and I, the doctor and the patient talking about all of their symptoms. The visit gets recorded and then immediately the woman gets a, a note afterwards of all of the information because it's been recorded and then used AI to make sure that everything is appropriate. And then we can actually also use AI to review the chart and make sure the NP or the doctor didn't forget anything. Maybe there's something that you brought up in your history that they didn't remember to ask about, but we can use AI in order to make sure that's the case. So we can use technology to enable better care. And then we have these protocols that we've written and they're this thick, right? We have protocols on every one of the symptoms of, of perimenopause and menopause. No one can know all of that, right? So then we have these protocols that they can look at and they can check and they can. So it's basically, we give this brain power of hundreds of doctors to have right in front of you during that session. I have factor five lied in and my mother had breast cancer and I have this, am I appropriate for hormones? It's hard to know these things, right. but our providers can go look it up on the protocols and then give you the right answers. So we really view this as an opportunity to scale expert care and use technology to make sure the care is good and then enable the entire 30 minutes to be spent talking like you and I are doing right now. And that makes a huge difference. 
that is so important. Again, you know, I had two years of this stuff that was going on with me that made me think. So I was trying to do everything all naturally, like using supplements and food. And when I would go into the office and say, you know, I'm taking reishi mushrooms, I'm taking turkey tail, I've done ashwagandha, like those things lower your blood pressure, they interact with other medicines. And a lot of times the nurse practitioners would miss that when they're writing that down. And if I was not aware and I would have taken a drug, which I didn't have to, but if I would have taken one, they could have interacted with one another. What you're explaining is the technology is going to help make sure that we're getting better outcomes when it comes to the type of medication that we need and that we take. It feels like there's a lot less room for error. And for yeah, yeah, I love that. And for a lay person who may not have been like a geek like I was, <laughs> I'm like reading everything for a lay person who may not think to look at their chart to see if the ashwagandha is written down. So I love this. this so I read what you guys were doing, but this is giving me yet another perspective. So that's why I'm like getting even more excited yeah. about it. This is really, really impactful to women. For someone like you, mm-hmm. we have a naturopath on call at all times. Mm-hmm. And the nurse practitioner can go online during your visit and email and say she's taking ashwagandha and black cohosh and blah, blah, blah. Can I add this or not? Right. And then we have an expert on call who can answer those questions. It's not fair to think that any person is going to know those answers. Yes. So that's why we have an expert on the back end who's just a specialist in naturopathic medicine and can make sure that those are the things that, you know, that we answer appropriately. So it's a way of scaling expert care in a way you're just not going to get in your own one person's office. Yeah, I love this. This is so great. And it answered my next question, like how can telehealth work to help women navigate these changes? It can help in so many ways down to making sure that you're getting the right treatment for your specific body. Because I think what often happens is we get general treatment, like everyone is perimenopause, so everyone should take this medicine and everyone should. It has to be custom to the, not only us as women, but me as Stephanie, you as Joanna as well. So this is awesome. So how can we navigate this as a specialized care option while integrating with our primary care physician or our OBGYN? So I have two answers to that. I want to first say that 50% of the women come to us, they don't have a primary care doctor. So they haven't gone to a doctor in maybe four to 10 years. They've been taking care of their kids. They've gone for urgent care. They've gone to get their vaccines, but they have not been taken care of. So the first thing we do is make sure they get a mammogram, make sure they have up to date on their colonoscopy, make sure that they're up to date on primary care things because a lot of women don't have another doctor. Mm -hmm. If they do have another doctor, we use Athena as our um, EMR and we're able to integrate records with your doctor. So we can share blood test information. We can share whatever information you need and therefore we are able to partner with your doctor to give this care. So it doesn't have to be outside of the medical system. We can do it as a partnership. Yeah, that's awesome. So I went, I didn't go as in a judgment. Um, It was more like my mom, I'm 54 and my mom is like every year, did you go to the doctor? Did you get an appointment? Really? Yeah. So, so while it may have probably been normal for me not to go to a doctor either because my mom's in my right. I have to go to my doctor's appointment because my you mom- You have a good mom. <laughs> My mommy made me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's awesome. I love those, the fact that you are connecting records. So just because yeah. they're 
be, being seen by you if they need to go to their primary for something else, a cold or flu or what have you, they still have the same exact information. That's awesome. So I did read on the website that there's, you know, you had a list of things that we as women may have sleepless nights, hot flashes, low libido. And what I thought was really cool about it was everything that you may have or symptom you may have, there were four different options of treatment. So HRT, a prescription, supplements, or lifestyle changes. Walk us through each of those and why you're saying that there's four options for every symptom. Yeah, this is not a one-size-fit-all, right? Mm. This is just not. And it's not a one-size-fit-all in part because women should have control over how they get taken care of. And if they would like to have access to hormones, they should have access to hormones. If they don't want access to hormones, they want something else, they should get that too. So we we believe really strongly in women controlling their own medical destiny. And so we think that all of our NPs have to be trained in all of these things. It's not our job to tell you what you should take. It's our job to give you your options. And then you as the patient can decide what is the option that you feel most comfortable with. For many people, it is hormones. And they come to us, I joke that a lot of our patients are hormone curious. Right. They want to know if they should take hormones and they want to know, are they eligible for hormones? And they want to know what their hormonal options are. And we will walk them through that. And then we'll tell them, if you'd like to try it, we might recommend a patch and progesterone, or we might recommend a gel or whatnot. Here are your choices. Right. If you are someone who does not want to take hormones, then we would say, okay, you can try non-hormonal medications for your hot flashes, maybe gabapentin is appropriate for you, or there are lots of great options for you. Additionally, if you only want to take supplements, we have that too. And as I mentioned to you, we have a naturopath who works with us. She has created care protocols only using naturopathic medications for all of the different symptoms. I will say the challenge with that is that they often take longer. It does take a lot longer for those to work. So you can't expect, I, I do joke that sometimes for women taking hormones is magic, because it just works really quickly. Um, for the people who don't want to take those, it does take longer. So we have to hold your hand. We can eat, don't stop, keep going. It takes a while for it to, blood, to build up in your body and work, but we have those too. And then honestly, you can't discount lifestyle. What you eat, what you, how you exercise, um, how you are taking care of your body during the day is a big impact. And, and we want you to think about that. We don't think that medicine is magic. We, it's something you have to, you have to you know, take care of yourself every day. And, you know, for example, women come to us and they think they're eating the same way and yet they're gaining weight, right? And they're really frustrated and their stomachs are getting bigger and they're super annoyed. Right. Turns out that women, as we get older, we have to change how we exercise and start doing weight bearing exercises. And actually we have to start eating more protein in order to keep our muscles strong. And we also, you know, there are other things we can do differently. There's actually some research on intermittent fasting that it works well for women there's really good research on fiber that eating extra fiber as we get older works for well for women. So these are all lifestyle things that are a really important part of it. So we don't want to tell anyone they have to take a medication. We're just telling you there's lots of options and we will help you understand what they are. Oh, so this feels like it's a woman run company. <laughs> Imagine that we have options. Not only that, we're all over 50. So yeah. like we like, <laughs> Yeah. So you get it. You understand. You understand. Yeah. So that's amazing. Amazing. I have two more questions for you. What yeah. are you reading or listening to right now? Oh, the world is a rough place these days. 
I listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. So I've been listening to a whole plethora of, pl- of podcasts. In order to cheer me up these days, I've been listening to the Modern Love Podcast. That's my not listening to politics because I have to say <laughs> I do listen to a lot of political podcasts. I've been adding in Modern Love Podcast for a little bit of levity. Yeah, uh, We need that balance right now. So yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Joanna, how can folks find you? So we are, um, our company is called Join, is it, is Midi Health, but the website is joinmidi.com. We are now in 20 states with insurance covered care. And the goal is to be in all 50 states by sometime next year. We're taking care of a lot of women right now. It's very easy. You go to the website, you put in what state you're in, and then you can confirm that we have your insurance. We are taking insurance covered care in all of those states, and we are rapidly adding more insurance companies. I guess as we started off, our goal is to provide expert care covered by insurance. And we are working as fast as we can to get all those insurance contracts. You can do self-pay and actually many women do, but um, our goal is is to get as many insurance contracts as we can. So you just go to our website, joinmidi.com. You see if we're in your state. We then, and you see if we take your insurance company and then you just sign up for a visit. There's no membership fee. We make it incredibly easy. You don't have to give us a credit card. You just sign up. You come to a visit and then usually it takes two to three visits for people to start feeling better and be on a good track. And, but that's not required. It's really what is appropriate for you. Some women come back numerous times, others feel good after two to three visits. So it's really up to them, but we want to be there for women for a long period of time. And and that's really our goal is to help take care of you. I love the entire customization of it because it, it doesn't feel like MIDI health for women. It feels like MIDI health for Stephanie or MIDI yes. help for Diane. Oh, thank or- you. I love that. That's our goal. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. This feels good to me. I love it. Uh, Joanna, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you. This was really fun. It was, it was. Thank you everyone for listening to Hello Hot Flash, where we help you control the midlife change. Make sure to check out the show notes where we will include links to all of the subjects we covered today. And if you want to discover how to manage your hormones so you can sleep better, have more energy and manage your weight, take the quiz on hellohotflash.com. It only takes 90 seconds. Here's to your health. Hey there, are you tired of waking up at 3 a.m. with your sheets soaking wet? Or maybe you don't know why you can't get rid of that extra bulge around your waist. Perhaps you're like I was, anxious all the time. If you see yourself in this or any of the other 100 perimenopausal symptoms that we have to navigate in midlife and you want to sleep better, manage your weight and get rid of the hot flashes and night sweats, well head over to hellohotflash.com scorecard and take the free 28 day hot flash free challenge. Reclaim the vibrancy you had in your youth. That's hellohotflash.com scorecard.